Hey everybody, it's Greg Gutfeld. I am excited because I have one of my uh, fav most favorite people in the world. A uh, person who kind of changed the, changed my life in a positive way when I was a teenager by fronting the band The Sex Pistols, which I remember buying that record and playing it for the first time. It was like, I was in my bedroom. It was like in the late seventies. I was 14 or 15 and it scared the crap out of me. I actually put it away for three months. I refused to play it. And then I decided I got to give it another chance. And it changed me. I could talk on and on and on and on about Johnny Rotten. Uh, but what's to say, Johnny, how are you? I'm fine. And guess what? On the same subject, me, I could talk on and on and on and on, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's always good to hear your voice. And, um, I hope so. You yes. know, I, I try to be uh, as cognitive as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I wanted to ask you a, a question that I think that, I, I don't know if anybody's asked you this question, but I was wondering, being who you are over the past 40 years, you've got to have some kind of insight on how the media shapes stories. So like somebody writes about you and you go, oh, yeah. hold on a minute, that didn't happen. Yeah. Do you have a special, I mean, I would assume you have a special instinct into understanding what's real and what's not. Well, I have a, a special relationship with the media in the, um, uh, uh, in, in, the, in the attacks that came at me from the very, right, right from the very start. It was, it was fairly relentless and, uh, and just continued on and on and on through the decades to the point where I think people just began to see through that flimsy veil of... Uh, of hatred and disgust for anybody that thinks outside of the box. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, we're seeing this at the moment. I, I don't really want to be political, but uh, Donald Trump really should be called Donny Rotten. Because, yes. <laughs> because he's going through it, and I feel for him, and I know that that, that hatred they build up, it's relentless, and it, it's this demand that we fit into the agenda. And the mm -hmm. very thing I despise about politicians is because they do so adhere to the, the regular agenda. Mr. Trump doesn't. And that mm -hmm. is surely to the benefit of mankind. Mm -hmm. uh, War and that is always rock. the world's most perfect person. But who on earth is? Yeah. And why would we want perfect? What I want representing this country, because I'm now an American, and this country around the world is an honest-to-goodness human being. <laughs> yes. Not a robot, not a cliché. Absolutely appalled with the Democrat Party. I mean, when I first came to America, oh, they had such promises, didn't they? So uh, they've turned into uh, the monster machine that we all hate and fear. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. they, they, they've put up, and I used the word cognitive earlier. Well, yeah. Joe Biden, I'm afraid, to my mind, is in cognitive decline. Um, and I can say this because it's based on evidence. And my wife is, is enduring Alzheimer's at the moment. And I absolutely see the dementia. Sometimes mm -hmm. in those frozen eyes of his, where he doesn't know quite where he is. Now, this is like a, a surely like illegal to be pushing a man forward as the figurehead of a democratic party that completely obviously doesn't believe in democracy. Mm -hmm. it, it's, like, you know, it's like an old steam engine, right? He's, he's running on fumes because 
he's got no more coal and he won't get no more either because he plans to shut that industry down yes. and a few others besides. So there's no realism in pre- presenting him for the future, right? except hatred for Trump. You know, that's the Democrat policy now, just blind hate. Uh, because for all they, that they have, four years of media slagging off is, with such intensity, that, as I say, I've been through myself, uh, Mm-hmm. And it's backed by irrational condemnation against the man whose policies have actually worked. Employment up. Economy up. Against what? He's a horrid person. <laughs> well, tell that to Mr. Rotten. If Biden wins this, God yeah. help us. But it would be almost immediately replaced. By, by what? A Camilla woman? Who's no, no one has voted for her. And yet right. be leading another committee of vested interest groups and all in fighting p- for positions that all lead to taxes, unemployment, bureaucracy, authoritarianship, socialistic rules and regulations. Oh, come on. How is that a valuable alternative? Blind leading the blind. My gosh, listen, folks, it's, uh, these people are, are kind of crooked. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you made a point at the beginning that, like, there's this correlation between you and Donald Trump and I would say the punk movement and uh, Trumpism in the sense that it's initially really easy to paint it incorrectly. When I was talking about how scared I was oh. of the Bullocks album, the, the garish pink cover and the, and, the, and and your voice which I'd never heard a voice like that and it scared me and then I came back and I and I was like okay now I understand the same thing happened yeah. with me with Trump I didn't when I knew I've known Trump on and off for a while but I did not like his candidacy and it turns oh. out I was the one who was wrong <laughs> like he was doing something <laughs> he was coming from the outside destroying the monolith the, the same yeah. way the Sex Pistols destroyed this kind of album-oriented rock and, and, and FM radio and yeah. AM radio, Trump did the same thing to politics. But it takes yeah. people time to figure it out. It does, because uh, what we're trying to tell you all is think for yourself. Be an individual. Mm-hmm. Think outside the boxes that the political establishment would like to bracket us all in. It's, it's, uh, again, uh, taxes versus, versus uh, freedom. I mean, it's, a, it's a, a, an often misunderstood word, freedom, but there it is. Uh, it's, uh, they're conspiring against us on a lie. It's a chaotic deception for control. And for all the goodwill in the world that some of those, those peoples might have, it's once they start dismantling our, our rights to improve our lives and decide for ourselves who or what we want to be, well, you know, once they start wrecking that, uh, this Humpty Dumpty is never going to get back together again. Yeah, that's scary. It's, to me, they're, they're a collusional... Uh, um, a, yes, a collusional collective... <laughs> but there's no glue in it except hate. All these little vested interest groups, all these little political fiascos that are all combined un- under the flag of democracy. It's nothing more than like nasty little dictatorships. Our way or else, we decide what's good for you. You don't have a say. 
What happened to liberalism? And, and there you go. They, 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 the same people, they just keep resurrecting this, this socialist, Marxist agenda behind all of them. It's nonsense. And it's all financed, of course, by corporations, you know, a handful of them who are really don't want any competition. And if you see the way the rioters are, and the looters, it's, it's all the small little um, shops and, uh, and businesses that they're out to absolutely, utterly destroy. Mm-hmm. They're all competition for collectives, aren't they? Why isn't the traditional liberal standing up to this part of their party? I mean, it was liberals were supposed to be about freedom. That was the yeah, whole point. They're not, isn't it yeah. weird? And there it goes. It's, uh, it's uh, this morning. I, I'm just here to Obama screaming and yelling. Yes. <laughs> he sounds almost frantic yes. and desperate to get this message across. But there was one line I took out of it. And it was, oh, we can't abandon all those young people who are out on the streets. We've got to inspire their activism into action. Uh, That's a quote from him. He's talking about statue haters. Yes. You know, Chaz City for all. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, you know, mainstream media, they wash over that. That's Mm -hmm. a very serious threat to us. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And it's it is um, it's not going away. And it's not a lot of people. This is what drives no. me crazy. It's a tyranny it's, of the it's minority. It's, a small led, of it's student led because they're the poor mugs that fell for this rhetoric. Right. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, so upsetting and annoying and, and, and ridiculous. They're not the workers. They're not people that, that have to get up in the morning and strive for their family. They're not people trying to make a small business successful to do better for themselves. In fact, this lot hate that because they're actually just a bunch of scroungers who've done anything for anyone except think about themselves and their pomposity of socialism. It, it's all, oh, it's very pat on the back stuff, isn't it? And everybody wants to do right by everybody. But that isn't what's really going on with it. When you're preaching that all whites are racist, wow, you've become my enemy. Yeah. Automatically, instinctively, that is evil, that is divisive nonsense. No proof required, just the statement declared and that's it. Well, that's not it. And I can't vote in anyone that thinks that way or affiliates themselves with that. And I cannot want anyone to inspire that kind of activism. You know, me, as, as my wife Nora would say, das ist der Teufel, that is the devil. You know, hmm. for the religious out there, there's a line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Johnny, how have you been treated? So you came out you, and you've been vocal and... You have these people that fashion themselves as punk, as revolutionaries and radicals who don't understand that you are the godfather of all of this. And they're com- what, how, what kind of response have you gotten from people? Um, harassment or I don't know if you want to get yeah, into it. Well, but. yes, bitter resentment that I have an opinion that goes against their norm, the yeah. collective thinking, the hive we'll call it, you know, they're very much like the Borg. They dress like them and they think the same. You must be assimilated. (laughs) 
It's a, it's a terrible, dreadful thing, and, and absolutely against the, the spirit, heart, and soul of punk, which was always about finding your own way, do it yourself, be an individual. And they are totally dead against anything creative to resent people for making money because they've come up with good ideas that actually help the world. Right. You know, oh, no, we can't have any of that because that's different. Well, to hell with that. You know, it, it's so upsetting. It, it, it's, it, well, this morning, I mean, just as an aside, it's related but uh, I was listening to um, Spanish Castle Magic's... It, it was a rare studio version by Jimi Hendrix, and it mm-hmm. seemed really appropriate for Nora and me to sit down and listen to it. We had great fun. You see, mm-hmm. we, we live in a, a very small Spanish-style little house, which built by Mae West, no less. Right? Wow. But it, it, fits, it fits our life and the life well, because this is all about individuals here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Nora knew Jimi Hendrix, and she, she always felt he was confused by the world musically because he wasn't black enough to be black or white enough to be white. But mm-hmm. whatever he did, he knew he was right because individuals mm-hmm. don't come from collectives. Right. It's so true. Uh, genius doesn't fit in, and why should it? It mm-hmm. shouldn't want to. If it hangs around long enough, it will learn that. You know, and that, that is its own reward. The keys to the kingdom, as they say. It's in us all, all of us. Everybody likes the, the genius until the genius disagrees with them. They've come after you. They've come oh, after yeah. 50, 50 Cent, Ice Cube. Oh. Who else? There are, oh, Kanye West. Kanye West yeah. was one of the first people, he, he, because he said he admired Trump. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, immediately it must be a mental health issue, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who isn't mental? Uh, <laughs> I, I look at Pelosi and I think she's definitely off a rocker. <laughs> What's going on with California, Johnny? How do you, stay, how do you tolerate themselves? it? They're preaching that we shouldn't aspire to nothing. We should just be happy in the collective that they're going to create for us. Mm-hmm. While they're all living in mansions. Yeah. How is California, Johnny? It's a hellhole, Greg. It's a <laughs> yeah. hellhole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the freebies that they've been handing out to, uh, well, initially for the homeless, so yes, very good, yes, those people need help, but they're not, it's not the homeless anymore, it's young vagabond terrorists in there, yeah. right? that's the majority of them, they're all yeah. under 30, they're all capable of, of, of getting a career, a job, or making an effort to help themselves, instead of helping themselves to others' property, but this is the road they've chosen. It's one of jealousy and destroy. And, of course, that's all well and truly catered for by, by the local Democrats. The freebies are nonsensical. They're handing yeah. them out free God knows what, you know, to help maintain their drug-addicted lifestyles. And all under the, the guise of, of, of righteousness. But it's not. It's self-righteous. They're not helping them to think outside of being trapped in that box forever. And therefore, they're willingly going into the cells. You know, what's, you, it's, the, it's the point that you made about age is really important. When you talk about the age of the people on the street, when we were growing up, there was a, there would, we would call them a hobo or a transient, yep. but they were usually 
older dudes that ran yeah. that just like lived on the rails. But yeah. in New York City, San Francisco, LA, they're all under 30 and they and they all were healthy. I mean, I'm not yeah. I'm, I know I'm general generalizing, I should say. Most are You're young and really healthy. Know, That's been my experience of them. And they come yeah. around, you know. I live down here in, the, in Marina Del Rey on the beach, and uh, they come around the house, and they they try to come over that gate at night, and and you have to do the best you can to stop them. And I, I, I've many a time had to call the police because the alternative would have been pretty pretty awful. I, I've got a very ill wife here. I don't need these lazy people telling me they know their rights. Mm-hmm. They don't have any rights as far as my property is concerned. And that wall I have is an absolute necessity, as indeed all walls are. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. It's, uh, yep. it's become an us and them and the, the jealousy, the ferocity and the hatred. And, and the way that they, they pack on you in mobs, they surround yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you've got to watch yourself because someone will pull a knife. They're that vicious. They're that intentful and purposeful. They're completely a destructive force. There's no, can you help me? What Mm -hmm. should I do? There's no dialogue in it. It's just pure, this is it. Yep. They don't want dialogue. And if you remove dialogue, all you have left is violence. That was the whole point of dialogue. Well, there you go. And that's the the, the best weapon, isn't it, for the academics that have uh, been teaching them this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the real criminals, and uh, in a fair and true world, if Trump wins, we should start looking into these people, those in the colleges and universities that are spreading poison without argument. It's the, uh, the uh, postmodern evil. There's no discussion in it at all. It's all judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, judge not others lest you be judged yourself. Well, they've skipped that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, you mentioned, you mentioned um, you, you, you've been caring for your wife for recently because yeah. she's suffering from Alzheimer's. And I know that I, I wanted to be really, ta- I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to ask anything too personal it's about it. To be open about it. It's, yeah. It, it is what it is. And uh, I can say the authorities uh, on Alzheimer's are of no use to us at all. Uh, mm-hmm. The horrid meetings they uh, advocated us to attend were really just full of, uh, well, people moaning about what to do with their parents, really. Right. Uh, our situation is that this is my significant other, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I cannot have her or the concept of her being like locked up in, in, in an old person's home at the moment. I cannot consider that uh, at all possible or feasible. And in light of what Democrats have been doing in New York in particular yes. with her retirement homes, it would have been tantamount to willingly murdering her. Mm-hmm. And so there's my dilemma on all that. How is uh, the welfare state that Democrats are promising us in any way helpful for people like, like my wife and I? So we get on with it on our own. And maybe that's the truer way and, uh, and the more family-orientated way, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. Yes, come to Johnny the Punk for family values. Exactly. <laughs> Got more you of have, you... than anything I'm hearing from that authoritarian left-wing lot. Absolutely. That, I mean, the, the point is, I guess that's what I was going to ask you, is for advice. Well, it, it, you know, because you're going to, like, you actually have a lot of wisdom. Interject. This lot want to destroy all history. 
I mean, that's the ultimate goal of Marxism, is, is to take over the world by destroying all remnants of historical facts mm-hmm. and even fictions. Yes. So there'd be no hope, nothing to go back to. You would be permanently entrapped and ensnared in a system that doesn't really care for you. Yeah. It's all about caring for the political goal. Yeah, it's politics wow. over people. How a brave new world. How is that? Anything that in any way, shape or form, that anything that I could ever be associated or affiliated to, mm-hmm. that is completely mindless, that is selling your soul for nothing. Now, do, do other uh, people from your generation, are they coming around to, to, or do they think that you're like, an anomaly. You always were an anomaly, but is there any of your peers that are that feel the way you do but won't come out and say? I, I get what you're saying, Greg, but it's like this: the ones that matter and the th- the free thinkers and the individuals are already there. Yeah. Right? Now mm-hmm. the sheep that like to bleat amongst the flock never will be. Right. right? But if if this doesn't work out for them, they'll go and bleat a new cause or purpose soon enough. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I'm worried about, really, Democrats getting in, because uh, it really will be a pile of vested interests at war with each other. There will be just nothing more than taxes, that unemployment, bureaucracy, etc., etc. Oh, and did I not did I not mention taxes on taxes? Yes. It's, it's unacceptably stupid. And very, very dangerous to, to the heart and soul of people like me. I'm an individual. I think for myself, thank you. And I think I'm going to help myself to Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Major thing why I like Donald. Again, he, we made a comparison there. I mean, how pompous of me to put myself up on his pedestal. But I'm somewhere around. You are he, definitely up there. <laughs> he thinks for himself. I mean, it's clear. He doesn't always think completely correctly. He makes mistakes. He jeopardizes his own campaign half the time. But right. it makes him human. And that attracts me. That is, mm. that is what I find so irresistibly righteous. And that is sadly lacking in, in the machinery that left-wing politics is offering. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get sucked up into the machine. Um, as for calling him a, a racist or, or, or fascist or whatever, my God, look who's calling him. That's mm-hmm. the red herring of Democrat philosophy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Throw out the aspersions, you know, right. as a cover for your own activities. Sorry, we don't, we don't have too long, so I can't go into any great detail on that. But I think those statements, general though they may be from me, are factual. I believe I, I, they are. They are. I think that the best way for a Democrat to win an argument is to smear you so that they don't oh, have yes, to argue with you. Of course, the insults. Well, yeah. you know, I, I'm the rotten one. How are you going to get worse than that? <laughs> True. True. You know what I mean? Right from the start, I had myself covered. <laughs> yes. I, I so, kind of knew what was going to come because uh, <laughs> I, I was offering a shake-up to the music business, which was very, very, very set in its ways and, and uh, expected us to conform to the disciplines therein. Well, I don't. And, mm-hmm. the, and it's, uh, it's not strange to me at all that I see uh, a Republican Party here 
who are absolutely against those restrictions and restraints. Mm-hmm. And there Such it a- is. Know, it's so weird because now a few years, I I, I could like uh, think Democrat in terms of uh, I like the idea of a national health that helps those that really truly cannot help themselves. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think we already have something like that. But to enforce an Obamacare or worse, a Biden care on us without any choice at all, well, that's problematic to me. Because I don't know if these peoples can figure out anything at all. If politics are deliberately obtuse, confusing, and hateful. I, I can't go along with them. Mm-hmm. It's the end of that. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are definitely not holding back, Johnny. I, it's like, it's, like uh, it's refreshing to hear, to know that the person who, I mean, you are the expert on rebellion, so it's I, well. I've I guess, always been revolting. <laughs> <laughs> where can pe- Johnny? Where can people get you've got a, you've got two things. You've got the documentary on PIL. I, yeah. uh, where they where can they find that? And also you've got a kind of a really special book. Uh, I think it's I could be wrong. And, I could be wrong. Uh, I could be right. You see, right. I, I'm always offering the potential for debate. Uh, yes. As indeed all sensible people should. You should never mm-hmm. presume you have all of the truth all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the books are coming out real soon. Um, uh, oh, it, well, actually, it's already available on, on advance orders. Uh, there's a documentary out about uh, the making of, of pill, the reformation of pill. Um, I don't have any details in front of me. I'm such a terrible press agent. But we have it all. We have. We're going to put up your website uh, during the podcast so that yeah. people can find it. I'm pretty sure I saw the. Well, thank I you. Already but saw let me just re- explain. Like, both of these those projects, they're all about thinking for yourself, and and in, in an odd way, I, I would think of them as educational. You know. Yes. Oh, I never thought of that. Well, you should have. You know, and it's the same way I love to read for for that opportunity of, oh, look at that insight that never occurred to me. I want more, (laughs) regardless if it contradicts my current point of view, because I'm not a human being unless I'm able to accept what's wrong. Right. It's 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 amazing because there is like right now we're in this weird world where you're either you either agree with them or you're evil. That's where yeah. we are. Yeah. It's a dreadful, dreadful stupidity, isn't it? Yeah. To be, to be so willfully idiotic. People even know what communism is. These, these, no, because they're too, they don't read. They, they're not, they don't read. You know, yeah. the Gulag Archipelago, that teaches something. <laughs> yeah. What life is really like under a communist regime. I've visited communist countries. I can tell you. The whole, the entire population is just desperate to escape. Yeah. It is, and it is one enormous prison camp that stifles any kind of, of, of intellectual capability because it resents change. It resents you know progress. It, it resents inventiveness, creativity. You know, and there it people is. from wow, Russia never survive under those, those restrictions. And people from those areas recognize it. So when they come, like my wife, you met my wife years ago. She, she's born yeah. in, in oh, Russia. She, 
Yeah, she, um, she, she, like, she loves America, but she's also noticing what you're noticing. It's like these are things because she knows about it from her history, and she can see how yeah. into, it's the intolerance, the intolerance of yeah. the kind of the fascist liberal. Yeah, well, ignorant, really. Yeah. It, it's a, yeah. they, they've got at best fifty percent of the story. Uh, yeah. They've got the, the wonderful ideology of Karl Marx fantasizing about a life of laziness for himself. Because as far as I know, he never paid the rent anywhere and just ponced off his rich friends. That's All right? true. So, what a lovely ideology for them. Yes, they'll just order their free pizzas forever and never have to work. That's the fantasy of it. Yeah. The reality, of course, is uh, hundreds of millions dead. Mm-hmm. But they, that's why they don't read, you know? Yeah, they, because, you know, those words are too, uh, they're too off-putting, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And who's putting you off that, that fact, off that side, that reality of it, off those consequences, truth and consequence? My gosh, you know, how are those two things to fear? That's what helps us advance as a species, that we know completely the downside of things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really why politics, as liars that they all be, uh, are in a state of constant collaboration, if it works properly as a system, that is. Right. That's the way, that's not the point. everyone is going to agree with you all the time and accept that as a fact and enjoy that part of nature. That yeah. is our achievement, that we're able to not hate and resent each other because of our differences. In fact, we should love each other because of it. Exactly. And on that note, Johnny, i got to get ready for the five. Are you going to watch... Yes! <laughs> oh, you're getting fantastic, man. I must tell you, I'm really, really glued to it lately. I don't know how you handle one. <laughs> He's off the deep end, that poor fella. <laughs> how much I love the fact that you watch five because I grew up on you and now you get to watch me be uh, uh, be loud and obnoxious on, on the five. It's, it's something special. Oh, you're me. not obnoxious. That's the thing. That's this this what I like about that. It's a really interesting debate. And, and then, of course, there's this left-wing thing that creeps in making no sense at all. It, uh, <laughs> all right, Johnny. It was awesome talking to you. and um, comedy. <laughs> yeah, and I will uh, hopefully one of these days we'll run into each other when, the, when COVID's over. Oh, my gosh. It, we, did it really ever really start? <laughs> I'm mean, a you... puzzlement about it. I mean, which scientists are you supposed to follow? It, it's, yeah. All I know is I'm wearing my mask. And I, and I don't see any reason to wreck the economy of a country with, with permanent close downs as yeah. a solution. I mean, that's another reason. How can you vote Democrat when that's what they absolutely promised to do? I know. It's crazy. It's it beyond crazy. Of course, I'm very protective of my wife. I don't want her yeah. to get that on top. But at the same time, I'm very prone to colds and flus because of childhood illnesses. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's. Yeah, I guess it's it's called novel for a reason. We don't know what's going on half the time. Yeah, so. yeah. All right, Johnny. I got to go. I got to put my makeup on. Yes. <laughs> Good talking to you. Pancakes for everyone. <laughs> I'll see you later. Peace.